0: podcast hi welcome to amuse-bouche podcast i'm your host lauren jordan joining me today is my friend chris smith he is a musician uh currently living in chicago and he did the outro music for this podcast hi chris
1: hello it's how me are,
0: how are you today <laughs> the guy
1: from the outro music i'm doing good
0: uh so what did you eat this week
1: oh man lots of stuff
0: Tell me about them.
1: Well, Jesse and I had a Valentine's Day dinner, Ooh. and she made a baked chicken, baked and breaded, and Ooh. we had asparagus. Uh, is it wait? Aspar- do we have asparagus? <laughs> we had asparagus, and then like uh, like roasted potatoes. That sounds
0: awesome. Yeah. Was there was like a good. seasoning on the potatoes?
1: Yeah, like just like rosemary and. I was I was gonna spices. say I bet rosemary
0: rosemary would be really good.
1: They were just like in oil, I think. So nice. That's that's definitely my my main move is just like vegetables sauteed in oil like mm-hmm. that's like the the fanciest like cooking that i usually do so
0: it's pretty fancy <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like it's like the it's like a basic cooking but it's like impressive to people who like only like nuke stuff
0: i love asparagus i always forget about it and then when i eat it i'm like dang this is good
1: asparagus is so good yeah we had like the asparagus that we had. They were like freaky big. Like sometimes you get like a sad, like like measly, like little <laughs> asparagus. It's just like like this wimpy, like sad, uh-huh. tiny asparagus. And these were like oh, like they let them grow too long. They had like like a big hearty stock.
0: <laughs> I feel like they're <laughs> usually like pencil thickness. Yeah, like, how... these
1: were like big. These are like mar- like sharpie thickness. This is like some sharpie level asparagus. Wow. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <It's> pretty... <laughs> Everyone's wow. probably pretty. You know pretty impressive those asparagus that I ate <laughs> earlier this week
0: what else did you eat
1: that, well that was probably the nicest meal i had this week uh the rest of the week i just i'm like one of those people who like to eat the same things like mm-hmm. all the time like on the podcast you did with sarah she talks about having the same breakfast yeah every day i definitely do that i have the same breakfast every day which is a granny smith apple it, well actually it's, it's not quite the same every day it changes on the weekends when i'm at home but when i'm at work at the same breakfast and it's a granny smith apple like two pieces of cinnamon raisin bread and usually like i don't know every once in a while i'll have like a pop tart in addition oh. to all that like yeah. like a, like a certain
0: flavor place. of pop tart
1: yeah yeah well the, the pop tarts that i always get are the maple cinnamon ones mm-hmm. um but the ones that i really really like but they don't really make them anymore i can't find them are like the apple cinnamon ones they have like these apple cinnamon pop tarts that don't have frosting
0: i know the ones you're talking about but i also have not seen them in a long time there was like a year or two ago where i was super into pop tarts for like a couple weeks (laughs)
1: yeah i it comes in waves with me with the pop tarts like usually i'll eat too many of them and then i get sick of it but right now i'm in the midst of like a pop tart
0: pop tart kick yeah do you toast them or do you eat them untoasted
1: uh, I'll do both actually. Yeah, yeah. I feel
0: like people are really divisive on that. Huh. Like I some like people them both. are like yeah. really anti-toasting Pop-Tarts.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Do people freeze them? Is that a thing?
0: I have had them frozen. Okay. Yes. Like
1: a Pop-Tartsicle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Cuz I'm pretty sure there was a commercial where they told you to do that. Oh. Like I remember maybe in like the early 2000s. I very vaguely remember a Pop-Tarts commercial or maybe it was like on the box where they tell you to freeze them. Oh, yeah,
1: them. definitely on the box. Yeah. I think I've seen that. It was like
0: a Yeti Pop-Tart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally.
1: It was, like the, it was like the Yeti from Ski Free. Yes. Telling you to freeze your It Pop was Tarts. totally
0: that Yeti. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean,
1: if it wasn't that Yeti, it was like a Yeti that was like very informed by the Ski Free Yeti.
0: And I feel like it was like the S'mores Pop-Tarts that I remember doing oh, that yeah. with.
1: The S'mores Pop-Tarts are really good. Mm-hmm. i feel like that's like a little bit too decadent to eat for breakfast yeah, but... i always
0: want to eat the like the chocolatey ones but they're never great i feel y- yeah. like yeah like the s'mores ones are good uh matt likes to visit and get the i think it's like the blueberry ones like oh, the, the blueberry, like, ones, are the good blueberry ones are good
1: with or without the frosting
0: i think he likes it without
1: yeah i like the without the frosting as well yeah uh, the
0: frostings i think it's just like royal icing
1: yeah and they put, like, little sprinkles on the blueberry mm-hmm. one. They put, like, blue sprinkles on the blueberry one and red sprinkles on the strawberry one. It's great. But on the maple cinnamon one, there's no sprinkles. I think brown. no sprinkles. <laughs> it's like this that? weird, like, desaturated brown color. It doesn't look very appetizing, to be do honest. Do you
0: ever, like, think about making them yourself?
1: Making my own Pop-Tart?
0: Yeah, like, buying, like, puff pastry or something? I have
1: never thought about that. could do uh, it. I sh- That's probably... I, I don't want to preempt the discussion, but that's probably something I should do more of, is, like, baking. I don't know how to bake at all you should learn but, Yeah.
0: Uh, what did I eat this week gosh what did I eat this week oh I made bread last weekend I made Amish white bread and mm-hmm. it was the most it was the most successful bread I have made uh, one of my goals for 2017 was to make more bread because I while I bake a lot I make a lot of cookies and cakes and things like that but it's mm-hmm. all like uh, the rising agents are like baking soda and baking powder uh, so I have like v- basically no experience with yeast baking uh, and it's just something that I thought would be like fun to play around with and like to know anything about at all, because yeah. I really have no idea what I'm doing. Uh so I made like a whole wheat bread a couple weeks ago, and then the last weekend I made a white bread, like a sandwich bread, and it came out really well. And I was really happy with it. And I can actually like slice it and make sandwiches with it and stuff. And I felt like so self sufficient. I was so proud of myself. Nice. I was I like, oh, it. I can slice this bread like real bread. It's real bread. <laughs> it's real
1: bread. I made real bread.
0: <laughs> I made real bread. Uh, and I can like make sandwiches. It was it was really cool. So I still have I've been eating that all week. And I ooh, I've been really into Trader Joe's soy chorizo um which is just like a soy like, a semi-spicy soy paste sold in, like, a mm. plastic tube so it looks like chorizo. Do you
1: put that on crackers, or...? No,
0: uh, they do tell you have to cook it to 165 oh, degrees, huh. so I've been cooking it in my cast iron skillet and getting it, like, really crispy on the bottom, Yeah, and then, like, mixing in, like, an egg, and then, like, just cooking it really quickly so the egg cooks, and then putting that in, like, a tortilla huh. with, like, cheese and salsa and stuff like that, and it's that's been really good, so I've been really into that. I did put it on top of an Amy's macaroni and cheese the other day, and that was very good
1: <laughs> it was really good <laughs> the, the soy chorizo so chorizo, chorizo. on
0: the Mac, Amy's Mac and cheese was really really awesome uh that's pretty much what I ate this week was soy chorizo and bread fancy uh I don't think I did anything for Valentine's Day yeah I don't think I did I tried to convince Matt that we should order the same like, food because <laughs> I mean he was in, he's in Canada right now so we should order the same thing and then he's like I'm probably gonna get a steak and I was like Oh, no <laughs> <laughs>
1: You guys could have ordered the same, like, none pizza. Yes. Or no, you each order two different, like, nun pizza, and then you each order, you order the left half, and then he'll order the right half. And together, yeah. they'll make a whole. Exactly.
0: I love nun pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite goofy memes. Yeah, I think okay. about that a lot, actually. It's I like do, a, too. It's like a
1: user experience problem, like, how to describe the left and right halves of the pizza, even though, <laughs> strictly speaking, you know... Mm-hmm. Pizza, right? It's like arbitrary how you divide left and right, but you need, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, um, I did order Sarpino's pizza last weekend also I think it was Sarpino's, yeah, because I don't think I'd ever had it before.
1: Oh, and what did you think of Sarpino's? I
0: really liked it. Nice. I was actually really impressed because I've had a lot of not great pizza in Chicago. Yeah. I feel like pizza in Chicago, like I've had good pizza, like Demo's Pizza, mm-hmm. um, is good. Like, a lot of the pizza by the slice is good, but whenever I ever get, like, a huge, like, an actual, like, pizza box, I yeah. feel like I've been kind of unimpressed. But I was really impressed with the Sarpinos, uh, and I would I would definitely order it again. But you can get up to 40 toppings. Oh, wow. Like, you can order all of the toppings, and there are over, there were, like, 40 toppings. And I was just, that's a lot of toppings.
1: It's, like, one of those hot dog places where they have, like, you know, the only meal is a hot dog, but then there's, like. Hundreds mm-hmm. of toppings, and then they start to get really outrageous. Like the further you go down the list, it's mm-hmm. like Fruit Loops, and like <laughs> <laughs> Fruit Loops. Yeah, hot totally.
0: Dog. Oh, it's
1: like an Ohio thing, I think. These hot dog places that with have, Fruit Loops. Yeah, I don't know if it's Fruit Loops, but they'll have stuff like that.
0: Jenny, uh, Jesse's off on the side, uh, nodding furiously about <laughs> Fruit Loops on fruit hot dogs. Fruit Loops, Loops, hot
1: Loops <laughs> on hot dogs is a real. It's real. I didn't imagine it. It wasn't like some weird like Twilight Zone nightmare that I had where people had, ate Fruit Loops oh, i hot
0: dogs. I'm not judging. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I
1: didn't try it. I wasn't brave enough to try fruit loose on a hot dog, but I mean, like, we could do this. We could go buy. A <laughs> we hot could dogs go buy hot, and hot dogs. Fruit, and fruit loops. loops. It's not prohibitively difficult to put fruit loops on a hot dog. It just doesn't seem like it would taste very good.
0: No. So, like, what do you eat on like a typical day?
1: Oh. Sure. Well, I eat the breakfast that I talked about earlier uh-huh. a the, lot. The
0: Granny Smith apple.
1: Yeah. Sometimes, well, on the weekends, I'll I'll do sort of permutations of this breakfast. Like sometimes I'll like, I'll I'll chop the apple and <laughs> heat it up, and put cinnamon on it, and then nice. put that on like a muffin or.
0: Ooh, yes. That um, sounds really good.
1: Or waffles. So I'll put those on. <laughs> put my own like fruit topping on an egg waffle. Or lots of times, I like having cheese for breakfast, like Mm -hmm. just like cheddar cheese with a Granny Smith apple. Is yeah, that's a good combo. combo. constantly for lunch during the week. It's I usually in the winter I've been having sandwiches a lot, like just making sandwiches and just to avoid having to leave the building. Do you Uh,
0: bring the stuff with you to work, or do you pre-make the sandwich and just eat it when you get to work?
1: So normal. So my. Work just moved our office, so mm-hmm. before I was like, just like, yeah, making stuff in the morning and bringing it. But now, uh, our office is right near this Jewel, so I just go to the Jewel and buy the supplies and make the sandwich like on my lunch break. And that's eat nice. It. So it's like fresh.
0: Also, like if you have a couple different things, you can kind of decide what you're feeling that day.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: there's like a deli. There's like this Boar's Head like bagel deli place, like mm-hmm. where I can get the the deli accessories to go with my sandwich so yeah or you know I eat a lot too for lunch because mm-hmm. um, the office is like lots of different food places it really just depends but lots of times it's a sandwich in the winter because I like, I like to just eat at my desk
0: I always eat at my desk yeah. pretty much every day
1: the, uh, the people at work discourage it. They're like, no, you know, you need to take a break. You should. It's like, no, I feel comfortable at my desk. I want to eat at my desk.
0: Uh, and I have an office. So, I mean, and a lot of times there's people in there with me because it's also where mm-hmm. some of the uh, part timers work. But when I'm by myself, it's like, no, this is like I'm alone. Yeah. <laughs> I get to en- enjoy my lunch by myself.
1: My private lunch.
0: <laughs> my private lunch, exactly. So you said you eat out a lot. I feel like that's interesting because I feel like I hardly ever see you eat, eat yeah. when we eat out.
1: Right, yeah, well, so, that that would be a good segue into the main topic, because I'm uh-huh. scared of eating out yeah. at restaurants, I don't know, but because I've been working at this, mm-hmm. in this, like, area for a long time, I mean, you know, there's stuff like Jimmy John's and things mm-hmm. like that, just kind of, like, fast food takeaway stuff that I'll get, but, like, you know, whatever, every Jimmy John's you eat at is exactly the same. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there are restaurants and, sort of, lunches that I've figured out that are fine and then I'll just like oh this is a thing that like works for me I'll just do it like forever over and over.
0: Yeah cuz you know it's safe.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. We should
0: say you have a lot of like allergies to tree nuts and
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think I have a lot of allergies. I just have like two really severe allergies. Severe ones, yeah. Like one is the peanuts and legumes and the other one is tree nuts. Which it doesn't come up all that often in mm-hmm. just like meals you'll eat but like i just like i don't like trying new food because every once in a while even like when you get the reassurance of the wait staff and everything mm-hmm. you'll eat something it's like you know it's just like human error like they don't know what's like in the bread like that this bread was made in a place yeah. that makes nuts or whatever like, there's no way for them to know so it's just kind of like it's not anyone's fault really but yeah just every once in a while you get burned and then like you could throw up in the bathroom or something and then yeah, yeah. it's not good
0: Unless you tell them, like, listen.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's the other thing too. Is like, I, I, feel like I hate being a burden. Exactly. On the waitstaff, like, I'm embarrassed about it, yeah. even though like no one cares and yeah. it's totally cool. But it just like makes me feel so conscious. Like, I don't want to be like, like impose you, you, myself on the waitstaff.
0: Exactly. It's like, because Matt is allergic to fish, mm. and he is always super nervous about going to like, particularly like, uh, like Asian food restaurants oh, yeah. because a lot of stuff is made with fish. And so he gets really nervous because even if he gets something that is obviously not supposed to have it, it's like, well, it could have been cooked in the same pan. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's
0: yeah, it's essentially.
1: And you can't like expect the line cooks to like, oh, well, please make a special exception for me and like get all new pans out. Like, there's yeah, I do think too much.
0: There is like this trend towards uh restaurants being like more transparent or at least accommodating like especially with like gluten-free is becoming like such a major thing that like kitchens have like this is certified gluten-free like this part of the kitchen is gluten-free that i i think it would i can only assume not assume but Mm -hmm. nut allergies aren't uncommon
1: Oh, no, yeah, they're very common. A lot
0: of, like, nut, like a lot of, I've heard, because I listen to a lot of podcasts of people with, like, young kids, mm-hmm. and they talk about how, like, you can't, like, when, when it's, like, Valentine's or Halloween, you can't have any candy that has peanuts in it, like, oh. with, with, like, the the Valentine's and things like that, which, when I was a kid, and I'm sure when you were a kid, like, that <laughs> it was just... <laughs>
1: oh, it was a free-for-all, yeah. It, things <laughs> have gotten so much better since I was a kid. It's crazy. Like, we used to get, my family would get turned away from restaurants, We told them I had a nut allergy, just because they were just afraid of lawsuits or that there wasn't a lot of, uh, like you say, there wasn't as much transparency. Uh, Things are definitely better now, like, uh, you know, for all the major allergens like wheat, Mm -hmm. eggs, shellfish, Mm -hmm. tree nuts, peanuts, there might be another one I'm forgetting, but, you know, the... In America, you're required by law to have, like, a warning on the label, even when it's made in the same facility Mm -hmm. that uses those things, and that was not a requirement Mm -hmm. when I was a kid. Like, I tried M&M's for the first time, just plain chocolate M&M's, and I got sick. Oh, bummer. Yeah, and then we later figured out it was because, oh, well, they just make, like, it just must be some contamination from the peanut M&M's.
0: You know, and I'm wondering even, I bet they now make them in different facilities, because that's...
1: Uh, I don't think they do, actually. I think M&M's are still...
0: Oh, that doesn't... can't <laughs> eat
1: regular M&M's, but...
0: You can or can't? You can't,
1: yeah. Oh. I think they'll have that may contain peanuts warning on them because they just make them in the same there place. There
0: are a lot of chocolate companies that will say made in a nut-free facility.
1: Yeah, some of them will, yeah. Usually the bigger the company, the more they will tend to do that, but mm-hmm. not always. It's weird, actually, too, because sometimes it goes the other way. Like, when I was little, I used to love Twix. Mm-hmm. Twix is one of my favorite candies, but... Then they invented peanut Twix, I don't know, probably like in the late nineties or something. And since then all normal Twix have the main contain nuts warning on them now. So the the Twix company took Twix away from me. <laughs> How could they? A loyal Twix customer. <laughs> it's fine though.
0: What is like aside from Twix, are there any other things that you love that you have to like be really careful about like not even like a particular go ahead
1: totally yeah there's there's tons of stuff like that uh like ice cream is a big one Mm -hmm. like i like ice cream but i just don't eat it and i can't i don't eat it at like like a baskin robbins because they just use the same scoop yeah it's like it's all just kind of mixed together so that's one that i like pretty much just all dessert like if you (laughs) eat dessert at a restaurant like sometimes there's just like almond extract that they add flavoring and there's always the little something that's yeah. it's just like safer not to eat it yeah but yeah so it's kind of like negative in that sense that like yeah like like you say there's like a lot of restaurants now that are like really good about gluten free or certainly about whether a meal like they'll people will highlight on their menu what's vegetarian and what's mm-hmm. vegan and there's a lot of i think it's it's probably there are probably more people who have a restricted diet to do with um vegetarianism veganism gluten-free then there are people with nut allergies Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's growing because of that and that's good i think it's probably you know there are a lot of negative things about having a restrictive diet you can feel like you know like i don't feel safe traveling to certain Mm -hmm. places like if i went to a country where they didn't speak english that would probably be like a real like really vibe me but i think there's some upshot too because it like it makes you like really disciplined about what you eat in, Mm -hmm. in a way which can be useful like it's easier to eat healthy. Like I, it's easier for me to just eat something. Like oh, I don't want to eat this; it doesn't taste good. But I know I need to get these vitamins, and it's just like I'm just gonna do it because, like, yeah. I'm you know gonna. I've got the iron will of food eating. Like the, from growing up, being scared of eating peanuts.
0: <laughs> well, especially too, because you mentioned it's a lot of desserts. So yeah, a lot of desserts. You probably yeah. skip a lot of desserts.
1: Yeah, I skip dessert. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It's. Not, it's not. It's not always good, but there's some good things about it. And I. It's not. Not everyone who has a peanut allergy is like me either like Mm -hmm. some people don't have a severe one like I've got the anaphylaxis one like I have the EpiPen and stuff Mm -hmm. I haven't had to use it in a couple of years probably like 10 years or more now oh wow Uh yeah but I you know I have friends who have the same allergies as me and they just don't care (laughs) they don't have any anxiety about it yeah which is weird so different people have different reactions to it yeah Um, so some people it just doesn't really even bother them that much
0: by, you mean they're not afraid? Yeah, or... they're not
1: afraid. Like they'll just try new foods, and if they have a reaction, they're just like, mm. <laughs> you know, it's bad. But they like eating more. So I think I kind of have like a like a latent sort of that's just kind of part of my personality. Uh-huh. So I think I'm probably more prone to being anxious about it. I wasn't like that as a kid though, because my parents took care of it for me. Like, yeah, I'm just like if your mom sure. gave it
0: to you, you knew it was safe.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I just never worried about it. But then when I started having to like cook for myself or you know, in college and things like mm-hmm. that. In high school, is when I started like, oh wait, all this like awesome due diligence that my mom was doing, like figuring out what I could and couldn't could eat, like it was actually a lot of like hassle and work that she did for me. And
0: because she loved, I took you. it for granted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are like, if you're you are eating out, like yeah, what yeah. is like your go to kind of what like a go to restaurant or like a go to meal? Like when you see it on the menu, you're usually like, oh that's probably okay.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. I I usually like pub food and like Americana because mm-hmm. there doesn't tend to be a lot of stuff I can't eat in that. I love like fish and chips and seafood. Um, usually, if I go to a nice restaurant like a steakhouse kind of place, uh, I like to get like usually like they have some kind of salmon dish. Mm-hmm. I tend to order that a lot. Steakfo- steakhouse food is actually really good for me because it's it sort of suits my taste. I like uh, I just like a like a really well prepared but like simple thing like just like mm-hmm. a really well done broccoli and spinach like vegetable side that you might get at a steakhouse it's just like perfect for me
0: um, you really like potatoes
1: yeah potatoes i love potatoes i love broccoli rapini kale that kind of stuff yeah sauteed vegetables and garlic and things like that those are kind of the kinds of things i cook for myself a lot so Very when healthy. i go to a restaurant and then they make it like way better than me it's <laughs> so mm-hmm. like oh yeah <laughs> like this is how it's supposed to be
0: <laughs> i really want like sauteed vegetables <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have some in the I'll make some after after we're done yeah like I or like with rice a lot too I'll have yeah kind of like a stir fry kind of vegetable with rice
0: I went a really long time not really being into rice mm-hmm. I have a hard time with um like really I have a very tiny tummy mm-hmm. and so I usually have to prioritize like protein Um, and then protein and vegetable and then like starches and and carbs kind of usually I won't eat that much of Mm -hmm. just because they fill me up really quickly and I already have a hard time getting a lot of my vitamins and minerals and whatnot
1: yeah that makes sense Uh,
0: but I've been I've been really getting back into rice again lately Uh, I've been like partially mixing it with like the soy chorizo and Uh like eggs and stuff so it becomes like a gross paste (laughs) (laughs) but I love it like
1: a soupy rice (laughs)
0: yeah um, But it's really good. And I, like, just... I don't know. I guess I just forgot how good rice is. It's such a good vehicle, uh, or, like, it really carries, um, like, sautéed greens so well. Oh,
1: yeah. Definitely. Yeah. When I was in high school, we had, my high school was, like, kind of weird. I went to this alternative high school. Like, there was, like, the big high school with, like, thousands of kids. That was, like, a regular high school in the town. And there was, mm-hmm. like, this one that had a lottery to get into. So, you just had to write this I know essay. what you're talking about.
0: That was, like, that where I lived, too.
1: Yeah. So, like, I wanted to go to the small one because, like, I just thought I would fit in better there. Mm-hmm. But they had this open campus at lunch. So, you could just do what they were. It was basically, like, we have no cafeteria. We have no, you just figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, like, me and my friends would, like, go out and eat at lunch, all, like, all the time. And there was this, you know, I had, like, this allowance for lunch. But I used to just go to this, this this Japanese restaurant, and they had, like, a lunch special for all the high school kids. Like, all these places in the area figured out, like, oh, if we give, like, a cheap lunch special, the high school kids will come and eat it. Mm-hmm. But they had, like, you could get, you know, you could get all this, like, nice Japanese food for a little bit more money. Or for, like, no money at all, you could just get a bowl of rice. <laughs> I would just get this bowl of rice it was like one of my favorite things to eat in high school and then also because then i could like save the remains of my like my lunch money to go to the arcade instead
0: yeah or to, yeah. i was gonna say to buy twix but that to was probably twix. after they changed yeah that would have been somewhere. after they changed
1: twix no this was to go to pinball pete's and like play Bamani music games uh-huh which cost a dollar each so it was like yeah you really had to like eat, you had to eat that rice you had to suffer through that rice to get those to get that sweet drum mania
0: how much was the rice
1: Oh, I don't even remember, probably like a buck fifty or something, wow. and you get a like, huge bowl of it, and it was, like, perfectly made, like, sushi mm-hmm. rice, and they had some, like, condiments and toppings and stuff that you could use. So it
0: wasn't just, like, eat this dry plate, right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> it was really good rice. They also had this, like, really nice, uh, like, um, you could get, like, this tempura and, like, mm-hmm. one of those croquet, like, like fried potato things. Mm-hmm and it had like vegetables baked into the potato Ooh. like peas and carrots were in there yeah yeah
0: do you get nervous about um like fried stuff
1: uh usually they yeah usually you can ask that's mm-hmm. one of the things that it's like it's really easy to ask about because mm-hmm. they'll just answer you like you don't, you're you not asking them to make like a special concession it's mm-hmm. just like what oil was this made in and almost nobody uses peanut oil mm-hmm. uh so usually it's okay um but every once in a while you never know like it's weird sometimes they just use peanut oil it's more expensive and it doesn't really seem to make a difference in the flavor from what mm-hmm. i have heard from other people but uh so usually it's like usually canola oil or just soybean oil i think i've heard rather. sunflower
0: oil a lot sunflower
1: too. oil too yeah but the thing with oil is is like if you're allergic to say imagine you were allergic to sunflowers or rapeseeds or whatever mm-hmm. and you couldn't eat canola oil you probably wouldn't have an allergic reaction from oil because when something has been turned into an oil, it's, it's been so denatured that the allergens are usually just pretty much gone. Like, my brother has the same allergies as me, and he accidentally ate some fried chicken that had been fried in peanut oil, and he was fine.
0: Oh. So,
1: I, I'm not sure that I've ever actually had a reaction from peanut oil, but obviously I try to avoid it.
0: I mean, because there's some people... I remember I was on a plane once, and mm-hmm. they announced at the beginning of the flight that they weren't going to serve a certain thing mm-hmm. because there was someone on the flight who, even if it was, like, just in the air, yeah, they would have a severe allergic reaction. I wasn't sure.
1: Oh, man. That is, like, I hate that. But, yeah, you have to – planes will not serve – they'll serve peanuts unless you make a special request. You have to go out of your way, tell them ahead mm-hmm. of time. And then they make an announcement on the plane. It's not like they don't just serve they just don't not have peanuts. They make this announcement like we won't be serving peanuts cuz somebody ruined the party. <laughs> no! Yeah.
0: I feel like I haven't had peanuts on a plane in like since I was a kid. Uh, I feel like it's always pretzels now.
1: Yeah, they have pretzels. What's funny too, this is like just like a weird like thing that I've noticed is that if you when you get the peanut free flight, then they serve a nut trail mix instead, <laughs> which is just like uh well,
0: a lot of these go hand in hand.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't have a reaction to, like, peanuts on an airplane. Like, I wouldn't need to go to the hospital, mm-hmm. but it, like, makes... It could, like, you know, make me sniffly, probably. If probably. The, it's mostly just... peanut dust, like... Piece, or, like, ballparks. Yeah. Oh, peace of mind. That's true, yeah. To calm my, my peanut nerves.
0: <laughs> you were saying, um, before we started recording, mm-hmm. that you're really into snacks oh, as yeah. a meal.
1: Snacks is a meal. What snacks for dinner?
0: What kind of snacks? Oh. No, and also, when you say snacks, do you mean like like a lot of one snack, oh, or do no, you mean a variety snacks. of snacks? Okay. Yeah,
1: this is something that originated, I think, as a kid. Sometimes, you know, like both my parents worked when we were little. My brother and I went to child daycare kind of thing. Uh, and we would have snacks for dinner every once in a while. And I don't know if this is just something that, like, my mom came up with, or this is something that other kids had this experience, but she used to call them taste treats. Like, we're having taste treats. <laughs> Lauren is drinking water. <laughs> just <laughs> almost did, like, a, like a spit that's take. So,
0: that's such a cute name for it.
1: Yeah, taste treats. So we would have, like, little slices of bologna and, like, crackers, like, all these tiny little snacks. And uh, just, like, kid food, you know? Like, uh-huh tater tots, that kind of stuff, and have snacks for dinner. And I loved it. I loved having... I, I was one of those kids that was like... A, I was a super picky eater, and I didn't like my foods to touch, so having these tiny little partitioned different snacks yeah. was just like the perfect meal for me.
0: Kind of like a Lunchable. Yeah, Or yeah, exactly. Like a... I, we talk about this a bit, and uh, I think it was episode 6 with Kevin Budnick. Because mm-hmm. um, he, he's very similar, where he likes... a a lot of small snacky things for yes. his meals. Uh we were talking about like bento boxes. Oh yeah. Yeah, I love I cuz I not it's it, cuz I'll eat things when they're mixed together, but I can't totally understand that like the appeal of having a, a bunch of little things, <laughs> yeah. little amounts of a bunch of different things. Do you use a bento box?
1: Uh I don't use one, but I, I should th- probably get one. You should
0: get one. You should pack yourself cute little taste yeah, treats for lunch. lunch.
1: <laughs> I've, I've been meaning to get, I've, I've had my eye on this, uh, this like retro lunchbox on Amazon. that's like the zombies, the band, the zombies, mm-hmm. which is like this group that I really, really like. And it's just like, Oh, look at this like retro sixties lunchbox. Like I should just is buy it like this. aluminum? Yeah. It's like one of those like little lunchbox tins. Like you can get them with the Beatles and other kind of sixties groups. That's like the popular thing to get on them, I guess. but I really want that zombies with one. With the thermos. Yeah. But it's not, like, it's just a it's just a tin. I would have yeah. to get, like, a special partition to turn it into a bento box, mm-hmm. I guess.
0: So, like, as an adult, what do uh, you have in these taste treats? <laughs> oh, boy, what, yeah,
1: what, what are my adult taste treats? Well, the childhood taste treats are, like, yeah, like sliced bologna and shit like that. <laughs> and we used to slice it like a pizza. <laughs> yes! Um, so this is obviously, like, a universally subscribed-to thing that people enjoy, as evidenced by bento boxes, and this just like, mm-hmm. turns up in other cultures. Um, but my adult taste foods are, like, I'll have, like, warm pita with, like, tomato sauce or, you know, seasonings mm-hmm. on it. Oftentimes when I have this, like, snacks for dinner thing, I'll have a, I'll make a salad, too. To try to, like, not just be, like, eating, like, you know, a bunch of processed food. <laughs> so you so know, it's like, usually processed foods. Yeah, like cheese and crackers. I uh, eat a lot of cheese
0: and crackers for dinner, too. And for lunch at work, a lot. Yeah. That's a favorite.
1: Tons of cheese and crackers, Sometimes I'll have cereal, too. Like, I like eating cereal for dinner. Like, I, that counts as part of my snack dinner.
0: Do you have it with milk, or is it dry?
1: Uh, I don't have it with milk. You have it dry. I love having milk with cereal, but I haven't... I've have been having dry cereal for a while now because... Well, for one, every time I buy milk, I can never drink it fast enough. Because I pretty much only put it on cereal. Yeah. Um, and then for the other, I've I've been trying to cut back on dairy lately. Uh, just for... For sensitive tummy reasons, not not for anything.
0: Not allergy. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't think I'm allergic to milk or anything like that. Although my brother is, it's like he's got all my allergies plus dairy. Yikes! And he's not lactose intolerant either. He's got like a true dairy allergy, like the yeah. milk protein. So like whey, when like whey shows up in food that like which isn't like everything. Mouth. Yeah, which sucks. So it, but he he doesn't have the anxiety that I have about eating. He's like one of those people that just like like he'll eat Chinese food that like makes his lips swell up and he's just like oh just like it so much It's <laughs> like dude i can't believe how brave he is because i'm such a scaredy cat about it
0: don't they say like if you eat something you're allergic to or like it's i think if they say i don't know if it applies the same way it probably mm-hmm. doesn't but i've had friends who are allergic to like certain animals and then they yeah. like forced themselves to be around those animals and then they weren't like they're still allergic but yes. they were like not as allergic
1: That can work, yeah. It depends on how severe your allergy is. And sometimes it it just, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm -hmm. I think I did that to myself with apples. When I was a kid, the apples made my mouth itchy.
0: Yes, I've heard that, uh, that that's like fruits and some fruits will make people, uh, yeah. yeah, Actually, when I was
1: little, I used to think that is why people didn't like eating their vegetables because all raw fruits and vegetables made my mouth itchy because it's Uh just like a cross reaction with like a ragweed allergy. So if you have like seasonal allergies, you might've noticed this. Mm -hmm. Like some, some things are worse than others. Like bananas were like really bad for me, but I liked apples so much that I just like brute forced my way through eating (laughs) apples. Uh, I don't know if I just grew out of it or if I actually trained myself, you know? It's hard to say.
0: Do you still get that with certain producers? Yeah,
1: totally. I do. Um, it's weird what does it, too. I, I, I'm, I'm blanking on what mm-hmm. bothers me offhand right now, but yeah, like bananas still do, cantaloupe, carrots, raw carrots, but once you cook them, then it's fine. It's fine, yeah.
0: Do you like carrots?
1: Yeah, I love cooked carrots. Okay. Uh, raw carrots, I'm still not sure how I feel about them because of the itchy thing. I don't mm-hmm. know how much of me like not being super into them has to do with the itchiness.
0: Is the itchiness kind of like carbonation feeling, or is it different?
1: Uh, it's it's actually it's just like what it sounds like. Your mouth is itchy. It's like you want to scratch it with like a fingernail almost. Ugh. Yeah, or, or like you, uh, I'll be like dragging my teeth across my tongue to like itch my tongue. Yeah. So it's like literally, really weird. If you... it's just itchy. It's like an itching sensation oh, in, in your mouth. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Cause like I, I, when you say that, I imagine it being like if you were drinking a pop and it's like the bubblies. Cause like to me that, but yeah, Yeah, that's so interesting.
1: It's like adjacent to that. I would say. A
0: weird mouth sensation. (laughs) Yes. Do you have a current food obsession? Uh, something you've been obsessed about eating or something you've been eating obsessively?
1: Mm. Like something I think about eating constantly when I'm not eating it.
0: Yeah. Just lately. Or uh, your whole life, <laughs> or, or my
1: whole life. Well, actually, well, I have this food obsession with with French onion soup, mm. which is like it's this thing that I don't eat very often, but it's like it's it might be my favorite food.
0: I do like a French onion soup,
1: and yeah, especially in the winter, I think about eating it, but I never make it for myself. Sometimes I'll just I'd be at a restaurant and I'll order it, but
0: it's good.
1: Yeah i love the i love it's got all the best stuff it's got like a rich broth Mm -hmm. i like the onions although not everyone likes onions but i like (laughs) the french onion soup with the big giant crouton in it like the big like french bread and Uh it's all soggy and then the swiss cheese melted on top yes i think it's great ultimate combo
0: my mom always used the french onion soup mixes from lipton oh yeah in like a pot roast in the crock pot
1: definitely Yeah.
0: yeah And it's got so many uses, but yeah, French onion soup's awesome. Have you tried making it yourself? You just—I think you said uh, you
1: did I haven't. No, I probably should try. That would probably it. be I an a easy One would probably be super easy. Yeah, yeah. You just
0: toss it in in the morning. Oh Man, that sounds really good. It is one of the best, like, brothy soups. It's one of my favorites too. Yeah, it's such a good. It's just, It's like you said. It's something really simple, but done really well.
1: Exactly. Where it's yeah. not.
0: There's not a ton of stuff to it. It's really just like a. I think it's a beef base. It's
1: beef stock and onions. Mm-hmm. Um, the crouton and then the melted cheese on top. And yeah, that's it.
0: very simple, but very good. Uh, what are a couple foods that you can't live without?
1: Oh man, there's probably so many. <laughs> I have a like I have this narrow band of food that I eat all the time. So if I if I didn't have it, I would be very upset.
0: You wouldn't know what to do with yourself.
1: Yeah. Well, it's weird because I, uh, normally it's like sharp cheddar cheese It's oh, like God, I agree. the ultimate food.
0: I agree. I just like. <laughs>
1: But I I did have to live without it recently for a little while, and uh, I don't know, I wish I could say that it was like, oh yeah, it was a really positive, like, transformative experience not to eat this thing that I always eat, and like, you know, like, I felt better after not eating dairy, and no, it was awful, it was (laughs) grilling, I wanted that cheese (laughs) the whole time, I I was just thinking like, oh, is this what my life is like, is this what I've become, like, well, I never see cheddar cheese again, the sweet, salty, (laughs) impressive, it's cheddar cheese
0: did you find that it was making you sick?
1: I have no idea I recently just started reintroducing it I I don't know what was going on I don't think so but Mm -hmm. maybe maybe I was eating too much I'm not sure
0: so like get the really sharp stuff and just like have it a little bit
1: yeah just a little bit
0: yeah that is that is not a life to live (laughs) I know
1: I know that's yeah is there anything else cheddar cheese uh i mean granny smith apples i was gonna think i was gonna say i'm sure apples just constantly i mean any apples Uh, i like all sorts of apples but i go for the the green apple it's it's sort of the it's unique among apples that it it has the sour vibe there aren't many apples that have a bit of a sour that's true almost none of them really i can't golden delicious is that no those are sweet Those are yeah. just kind of soft and sweet. Yeah, yeah. they're
0: they're like a m they're not like an aggressive sweet. They're like a mild yeah. sweet. They're like they kinda of, this is gonna sound dumb. They kinda of remind me of like the way that bananas are sweet.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're, this is a hearty sweetness. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> the granny smiths wants granny oh my goodness. The granny smiths are the best ones to do baking with.
1: Oh. Oh uh, right, yeah. Yeah, because and
0: apple pies and stuff.
1: They're a little more balanced, I guess, mm-hmm. the granny smith also pasta <laughs> just like pasta and rice like you know I make these sauteed vegetables like, I gotta have something to like put them with so it's what's always your, pasta what's right? your favorite pasta like my favorite pasta shape yes uh, it used to be angel hair but now I think it's linguine
0: linguine is like the...
1: the it's like a um, is it flat it's a little thicker it's flat yeah
0: yeah so it's kind of like a fettuccine but yes. not exactly yeah That's a, I like a. I like a fettuccine I like a flat
1: pasta I also like a rotini
0: Yes, Rortini's good.
1: We had this conversation some time ago, too, like the battle between tortellinis and raviolis.
0: I don't remember where you stood on that.
1: I like them both. I think I have to come down on Team Tortellini if I I have to choose.
0: You know, I had a really good tortellini recently, and I was like, oh yeah, this is really good. Team Team Molini. Yeah, they're both good. I still think I like a ravioli better, but I like a mini ravioli. Ah. I don't. I don't like the really big ones as
1: much. The mini ravioli is almost like it's like the hybrid. Between yeah, the, exactly. The, you know, it's like ravioli. it's like their child. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like they. It's like the half elf of. Pastas. Yes, I,
0: I feel like with the big ravioli, I at that point I just want it to be pierogies. Uh yeah. Uh, <laughs> pierogies are good. That's yeah. that's
1: a that's a food that I was recently introduced to, but
0: it's got your potato it's got mm-hmm. your pasta you could put some cheddar cheese in it usually there's
1: <laughs> cheese in them yeah
0: yeah the pierogies are real good okay um do you have any like well you said you eat like the same breakfast every day yeah do you have any other like food rituals like not necessarily that you do every day but like you always eat something the same way mm. like some people are really like very particular about how they eat like their oreos for example oh yeah
1: yeah I guess I sort of spoiled my answer to this question because it would have been the breakfast though. That's probably the most routine thing about... Or even know. if it's something
0: that you do every weekend. Like for me, one of my favorite weekend routines is uh, during the week, I usually have coffee at work
1: mm-hmm.
0: because I wake up super early and I'm right. like rushing off to work. And then when I get to work, I'm like, okay, now I can have coffee. Uh, but on the weekends, I love to just, like, take my time and make my French press coffee and, like, sit and sip my hot coffee and, like, look at a cookbook and just, like, <laughs> chill. And that's, like, my nice, like, calming weekend morning thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's kind of... On the weekend, I do tend to make... Instead of eating my apple raw, I do tend <laughs> to, like, oh, I'll just chop up the apple and, like, make, like, a warm apple mm-hmm. uh, and put that on something instead, so... I know. actually this is weird I haven't done this in a long time but when I was a kid I had this like ultimate food ritual that I did every single morning and it was it was it was like very particular it was Hershey's cocoa in this sippy cup I did this until I was like Probably like 16 or 17 is when I stopped wow. eating. It was crazy. And I, I, I tried it. I tried having the cocoa out of other cups and it just didn't taste right. <laughs> it didn't taste right. It Like there's something about the way that the sippy Cup delivered like, the mouthfeel of the <laughs> sippy like- Cup.
0: Like, you know, like, when you're cooking with cast iron and the cast iron, like, absorbs the flavors yeah. of what you cook in this, it? This, this
1: particular, <laughs> like, season. weird, gnarled plastic sipping cup, it just, like, had the Hershey's cocoa powder, like, embedded into it. So all the flavor <laughs> they had came become from. one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I would, I would make the make the cocoa, put the sippy lid on and it, microwave like it in the lid. Yeah, okay. like the Hershey's powder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just have, like, this, like, co- I think I, I, I don't remember, but I cooked it for the same amount of time, and it was, like, this whole process. It's probably, like, a minute. Yeah. Um,
0: it's It was, like, your coffee.
1: Yeah, it morning. was, like, coffee. And then I, I th- then I would just, like, chug it. <laughs> <laughs> just straight to the dome, like, a whole thing of, like, sipping cup <laughs> cocoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, it, like, I, it always, like, I have a stomachache on the bus. <laughs> like it's not like I took it with me or like I savored it it was just like okay it's done (laughs) which is weird because you can't drink that fast out of a sippy cup so it was like like just like really just going for it yeah (laughs) because they're specifically
0: designed so that you can't (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly it was like a personal challenge
1: right well that's the way I drink water like the way I normally drink stuff is I just like guzzle it like just greedily like just yeah, there's something about like I don't know. You, you guys can try it at home. Try just drinking, so, drinking your favorite drink quickly through a sippy cup and see. How I will that say
0: I do understand the flavor. appeal of that because I also I love to sip things too. Like mm-hmm. I would drink out of a straw over pretty much anything. Yeah, and. I totally understand. Or also, I love eating food out of, like, the tiniest spoon. Oh. Like, if there's, like, an arrangement, like, there's an array of sizes of spoons, Mm -hmm. I will pick the tiniest one and eat with that because I just love, like... I don't know if it's, like, I like it because it's small Mm -hmm. or I like it because it reminds me of being a kid or I just like that it feels tinier in my mouth. But I would eat, like, with, like, children's silverware all the time if I had the option <laughs> tiny, that's interesting tiny okay similar. wait so
1: lightning round on this goldfish <laughs> crackers do you eat them individually or in a handful both both
0: but probably in a handful more
1: nerds candy
0: oh um a bunch at once a bunch at
1: once yeah, yeah. I definitely with the nerds candy like open the gate. You know they have the little gates at the top. You open the gate and they just pour it. Oh yeah, you (laughs) you, just—it's like a shot. (laughs) Yeah, but I have seen people eat them individually. Like um, Mm -hmm. one of my coworkers and I was like, "What are you doing? Oh, I'm eating these nerd candies. It's like that's how I eat nerd candies. Oh,
0: I will say with like M Ms though, which I know you said you can't eat. I like to eat those one by one. Yeah, like I like to eat those like one by one or at least like two or three at most like not a ton of them mm. unless they're the little tiny tiny mini ones oh, right. that are like you know a centimeter or M&M
1: like, minis. tiny tiny yeah.
0: yeah M&M minis those ones i like to knock back like a shot
1: <laughs> just like <laughs>
0: all at once knock
1: it back <laughs>
0: just like all of them in my mouth at once and like it's super disgusting <laughs> and it's great
1: that's good
0: what is a food that you wish were healthy because you love it but it's not
1: oh man every time you ask this question i i think about what my answer would be is this is such a great question and my I, this is i don't know this this might be kind of like out of bounds but I, craft beer oh that's a good one though. i wish craft beer were healthy like if i could have like a non-alcoholic not like a bajillion calorie craft beer like that actually tasted like the mm-hmm. way like real stuff tastes for lunch i would just be drinking this like every meal
0: I feel like I'm that that way with um, like a really good coffee. Yeah. Where I I you genuinely like it and you wish you could drink it all day long. But
1: you can't just be buzzed on caffeine all day. Exactly. Yeah. Or
0: you can't just like be drunk all day. It's like (laughs) the same thing. It's like if I can, then
1: it's like not good.
0: And then like a lot of the non-alcoholic beers aren't very good.
1: Yeah. Right. I don't know what it is. Like no one has, or maybe there just is no market for this. Like Mm -hmm. this is why no one has figured out how to make like a craft beer that tastes good and doesn't get you drunk. But I have don't you know. I would drink it. I would I would have yeah. it, like, all the time. I'd have it for breakfast. That sounds disgusting, but I would have a stout for breakfast.
0: Well, you seem like you're very into, like, bready, carby oh, yeah. flavors. Definitely, so that does yeah. make sense to me, because beer is very bready.
1: Yes. I like a bready beer.
0: See, for me, Dark I'm not a, I'm not a fan of beer. So I'm like, oh, yeah, the only reason people drink this is to get drunk.
1: <laughs> yeah, I used to think that, actually. When I was younger, I used to think, like, oh, all alcohol tastes gross. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: No one, anyone who claims to like the taste of this is just, like, it's just motivated reasoning. Like, there's no way people like this. It's an,
0: a means to an end.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. But I've changed my, I've changed my mind dramatically on that.
0: Do you have a favorite, uh, like, craft beer brand or uh, do you have, like a favorite?
1: Hmm, I don't know. I think, like, Founders is a good mm-hmm. standby for me. Um. In uh, Three Floyds is also really, like, a... Uh, you can pretty much just like trust that any three floyd's beer will usually Mm -hmm. be pretty good Uh, as for styles i really like uh i like stouts and porters i
0: I, when i used to drink beer i liked those too
1: yeah i mean i like all the all the pretty much everything except for the belgian beers Mm -hmm. like i I like a lambin or like a sour one but i don't really like the belgian style Mm -hmm. all that much like they have that that Belgian yeast. It just kind of it tastes like bananas almost sometimes. I agree.
0: It does. Yeah. I totally agree.
1: Sometimes when I'm in the mood for it, I'll have one. But or if it was like a banana bread
0: beer, like yeah. if it leaned they, into it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Instead of like trying to cover it, <laughs> right? Yeah, I love a. There was this place that um I did like a, a workshop thing one summer in at Aramont, which is like an arts and crafts school in mm-hmm. Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and down the street. So Gatlinburg is like, I think it's like the Wisconsin Dells of the Smoky Mountains where it's like super touristy. I've never been to the Wisconsin Dells, so I'm imagining, but like, it's like every, it's like Pleasure Island from Pinocchio, but for like this whole street.
1: That's pretty much what the Wisconsin (laughs) Dells is like. So
0: it's like that. And so there is, was this, uh... Bar down the road from this tiny craft school that's like, it's like the one oasis in this stretch of like yeah. bars and like novelty gift stores and like those places where you can get like <laughs> like the t shirt spray painted with your name and stuff like that. <laughs> oh my god. So totally. or, and a lot of chocolate shops too, like those places where you can watch them like make taffy and caramel apples and stuff. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tons of those places. And there was this bar down the road where every night at a certain time the beers were like, they were like $2. No. For like a pint cuz they brewed it there. And it was like this one like cuz they had more than just this one list, but this one list. So anything they they brewed in house was like $2. And it was on weeknights, that's what it was. Um so on the weekends, obviously they charged full price, but on on weeknights at like 10 or something, they were like $2. So I used to go down there and get like the darkest porter they had. Yeah. And like every time I went, they'd be like, "Are you are you sure?
1: <laughs> are you sure? Because like,
0: this thing was like,
1: Are you sure you don't like know what your own like thing that you want? <laughs> it's like, Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah,
0: but I it was really good.
1: No, no, you're right. i sorry. I just randomly <laughs> said that thing. I want this other thing.
0: <laughs> I guess because I was like this tiny like 21 year old in this bar by myself. <laughs> like, are you sure you want the darkest beer?
1: Yeah, I don't know it's, if dark beer gets a bad rep as, like, being intense or something. It's, yeah. It's, I feel it's like it's, it's more, less intense than IPA. I agree. IPA. It's yeah. more, like,
0: chocolatey. Yeah, definitely. And, like, coffee-y. I feel like it goes down... I mean, it is really heavy, mm-hmm. but I I think the flavor is less... It tastes more like other things. Yeah. Whereas the lighter beers taste like beer.
1: <laughs> that Yeah, that can be. I mean, there can be, like, you, know, you get, like, a Russian Imperial Stout mm-hmm. and that like, it's like just tastes like alcohol, pretty mm-hmm. much, like...
0: Yeah, I used to love a porter and a stout. What's a food that you want to try to eat more of? Like a personal goal?
1: Um, hmm.
0: If there is one.
1: Well, yeah, I don't know. I probably should, even though I feel like I do a pretty good job of eating healthy, I probably still could stand to eat more vegetables. Same. Um, I'm not actively trying to, to do that, but maybe I should... I don't know. As I well, should probably... If, I think if
0: you're thinking about it, that's like the first step.
1: Yeah, I mean like, you know i don't know i like cook vegetables for dinner a lot i basically don't cook i'm not a vegetarian but i pretty much only cook vegetarian for myself just because it's easier
0: i am the same way where i I pretty much never buy meat
1: yeah
0: uh unless like matt's visiting and then Mm -hmm. we do but it's just easier to cook vegetarian
1: right yeah it's like less uh
0: plus like meat tends to go bad like faster than other foods
1: Mm, yeah that's true
0: like if you buy like you have to either like freeze it or, like, you have to, like, know what you're going to do with it. Like, you have to, like, have a plan going in. Yeah,
1: that's... Exactly.
0: Whereas with vegetables, you could just be like, I don't know, I guess I'll just saute this. Or I could, you know, broil it. Or I could... You can do anything. Yeah, right.
1: You just heat it up, basically. Mm-hmm. One of the different ways of heating.
0: <laughs> the variety the of ways. The varieties of
1: heatings that you can do on a vegetable.
0: I actually have in my planner every day to eat a vegetable...
1: Uh, oh because there's days where like can alarm eat... that goes off on your phone eat vegetable well it's in
0: like my written planner because i have like a little checklist where i'm like i take this vitamin take mm-hmm. that vitamin do, practice my french etc and on the list is eat a vegetable because there's some days where i eat a ton of vegetables mm. but there's some days where i will go the whole day without eating a vegetable
1: exactly and i always yeah, feel like same. garbage <laughs> yeah
0: it's like eat that vegetable i have to check it off because i can't check off my whole to-do list for the day unless i eat it
1: yeah i feel like as i've gotten older like Probably like in my mid and late twenties when I started noticing like oh when I was like a teenager I could just eat whatever I wanted yeah. I just eat like terrible awful food yeah. and just feel fine mm-hmm. I could drink as much as I wanted do do whatever I wanted and now it's like oh now you pay if I yeah. eat the wrong food I like feel really bad yeah yeah so it kind of makes it easier it's kinda, it's the same thing <laughs> now you thing have with a motivation like... I had no reason to eat vegetables when I was twenty because I just like eat pizza all the time it was fine
0: oh no I never had a reason to like get a good night's sleep either
1: yeah, like, yeah. I would
0: sleep like three hours. Like yeah. I would go to bed at like two A. M. and wake up at like five thirty or whatever. Get some just I was- tough it out. It was I fine. somehow lived. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh no, I I need eight to nine hours a night.
1: If my sleep gets messed up, I have to like call in sick. If I if I <laughs> like stay up way too late and like I was working on something yeah. I couldn't pull myself away. And it's just like I I can't the next day like i'm just like i'm too old now
0: yeah i actually like last night i was i was drawing this is not related to food but it's fine yeah last night i was drawing and it was like 10:30 and i was getting really sleepy and i was like oh no i want to keep drawing <laughs> no. but i went to bed
1: that's the wise move
0: yeah but also i could have kept drawing it's so hard to be an adult yeah. <laughs> and take care of my body yeah Um, What is a food that you loved as a kid that was super horrible for you that you could hate it now, or Mm. do you still eat it sometimes as a special treat?
1: Hostess fruit pies.
0: Fruit pies? Hostess
1: fruit pies. I loved them as a kid. I would never eat them now. They're probably like the worst possible food.
0: Are those the ones... It's like... They
1: come in like the sleeve. They're like shaped like a burrito, (laughs) (laughs) or no, they're shaped like a calzone rather. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Exactly what you're talking about. Fruit filling. Yes. It's like this weird. It's like a. It's ostensibly it's a pastry Mm -hmm. filled with fruit filling, but like. It's really like not like a proper pastry. It's like this weird like dense pastry. <laughs> it's like it's like a pop tart material almost, like yes. a thick pop tart. Yeah, and it's like filled with sugar and lard.
0: Yeah, like there's probably not real like there's probably fruit in it somewhere, but yeah. it's not like chunks of. Fruit. It's like
1: it's like it's like sugared sauce with like bits of fruit in it. <laughs> yeah, that was like my jam. Uh, In high school, t- yeah, yeah, I ate them through high school. Like we would, there's this Amico gas station near my high school. and We'd all go out skateboarding, and then we would go to the gas station. Like, oh, we're going to the Amico to get food, and like, you know, after like you know what a two hour workout, like in the sun, just like, oh, what are you gonna eat? Like a hostess fruit pie and chocolate milk. <laughs> like, the most disgusting, like the worst thing you want to have after exercising.
0: God, I remember. Because I think it's so funny. Like <laughs> looking back is when I was like a teenager, like age sixteen. Yeah. And like, like as an adult, it's so funny to look back and be like, oh yeah, like I was super into like Gatorade or like Sobe Life Water oh, because that was Sobe. like that was like the equivalent to like a cocktail as an adult or like a really good beer. It was like oh I have this fancy or I think I have, like kids with with Starbucks are like that now. Every yeah. time I go to Starbucks, there's always tons of teens, and I'm like, this is your bar, isn't it? This is, like, your equivalent to your neighborhood bar. That's exactly what it was like. Yeah, it's those Life Waters. (laughs) Or, like, uh, what was another one?
1: Fruitopia? Did you have a Fruitopia drink? Yes, That wasn't quite as fancy as Sobey, but...
0: And I had, like, the little sayings on the inside of the cap.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fruitopia was more like a Snapple, probably. Yeah,
0: I would... Yeah, Fruitopia was like a Snapple. Okay, so the fruit pies.
1: (laughs) Yeah, those are fruit pies.
0: (laughs) Okay, so side of that what was something you loved as a kid but you hate now or no no er. sorry you hate it as a kid oh but you love it now
1: mm. like at There's some probably point many things that i yeah. did yeah because i was so picky as a kid
0: yeah
1: uh all right mustard Ooh. yellow mustard like just
0: I, regular yeah just
1: on anything anytime mm. you'd have mu- you know all the kinds of things that you would put mustard on a hot dog a corned beef sandwich that kind of stuff mm. i was just like super anti-mustard it was such a strong flavor mm-hmm. um and now i'm like oh yeah mustard's good I've come around to the mustard side.
0: I feel like that mustard was probably really... Because, com- like, kids love ketchup. because it's Yeah, essentially I still sugar. love ketchup. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I used to like ketchup, too. It's
1: America's favorite continent.
0: I remember thinking of mustard as, like, shitty ketchup.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Well, because it was like, you could have ketchup and mustard, and it was like, but why? Why not just... I've like already ketchup? got ketchup. Oh,
0: I remember <laughs> I used to mix them together to make them orange?
1: Oh, yeah. Actually, all right. Wendy's Chicken Nuggets... Uh-huh. uh I love to get the five-piece chicken nugget. This well, this is we're kind of back to the thing that I I don't eat them now, mm-hmm. but uh, I would get the honey dip sauce mm-hmm. and then put ketchup in the honey and like mix that. It sounds really weird, but it just made the honey like tangy. Uh-huh. It was it was almost like a sweet and sour sauce. Yeah, that uh, sounds good. That's, that was like my jam for Wendy's like, awesome. chicken nuggets as a kid.
0: I remember um, when I was sixteen, I went to fat camp, uh-huh. and we weren't allowed to have sugar, but there was Splenda. I mean, we could oh, have mustard because Splenda. yeah, we could have Splenda and we could have mustard with certain things. So a lot of times, and I never did this because it sounded disgusting to me. But I remember a lot of the girls that I was there with would put Splenda in the mustard to make it like uh,
1: like sweet. Yeah, sweet to make mustard. it sweet
0: like honey mustard. And they they swore it tasted just like honey mustard, and I was huh. like, no,
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I do love a good honey mustard, especially yeah, the honey mustard's
0: great. What are your favorite? ingredients slash dishes they can be like a specific one at a specific restaurant or like Mm. something your mom made when you were growing up or they could be just like i love macaroni and cheese
1: oh yeah well i do love macaroni and cheese (laughs) um excellent grilled cheese all kinds of just those basic cheese foods like
0: cheese and a bread cheese and a bread perfect (laughs)
1: uh my mom used to make these uh well she called them Delmonico's, but Delmonico potatoes. It's mm-hmm. just, like, diced potatoes with, I think it's Velveeta cheese, which is, yes. like, it's not real cheese. Yeah. You know, like, Velveeta cheese is, like, this weird, like, you know, it comes in a weird big block, and, like, it kind of has, like, a weird, squishy consistency <laughs> to it. But she would make these, like, cheesy potatoes with Velveeta cheese, and uh, the only time that I have them now is for Thanksgiving. She'll still make them for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So that was, like, an ultimate. Yeah cheesy potato dish that was a huge favorite of mine was
0: there something else in it besides the cheese and the potato
1: oh you know what uh yeah i'm missing a huge key essential part of this is like the kind of like a breadcrumb topping like the, the kind that you would put on a mac and cheese kind gotcha. of topping that like, sounds good yeah it's it's the exact same like flavor you know mm-hmm. space as a mac and cheese it's
0: like exa- exactly yeah i don't but, know
1: what the there's probably a foodie term for like you know,
0: I just think of it as, like, carb and cheese. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: This, this kind of, like, this palette of flavors. Like, yeah.
0: It it's also, the same as the mac and cheese. It's, like, right. kind of like au gratin potatoes. Yeah,
1: it is. It's just like that, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: It's like, any... it's like trashy au <laughs> gratin <laughs> potatoes because we got the Velveeta.
0: Probably cheaper. Yeah, it's cheaper. Uh, do you have any other ones?
1: Well, actually, it's interesting that I went straight to that because Thanksgiving food is, like, an ultimate... I love Thanksgiving food. I love sweet potatoes. I love like like a sweet sweet potato dish. Some pe- people do that for Thanksgiving, like mm-hmm. sweet potatoes and marshmallows,
0: mm-hmm.
1: cranberry sauce, turkey, I do love cranberry sauce. all of it, gravy, mashed potatoes, every Thanksgiving food. Thanksgiving day food is the best.
0: Do you like to eat them all together on like a sandwich?
1: Are you yeah? That? I will okay. do that. I will do that. Like the day after Thanksgiving sandwich, where you get like a turkey, and mm-hmm. like you know. Put, a, like, a little, like, thing of cranberry sauce on there. Just with stuffing yeah. all on a sandwich.
0: Now, did you, growing up, did you have the stuffing in the bird, or was it, like, on the side?
1: Uh, we did both, actually. Uh, we, I prefer it on the side. My parents but...
0: called it dressing. Uh, and it was yeah. on the side, like, make, made in a pan. Mm-hmm. And... Because they always explain the difference stuffing is made in the bird Yeah, like, and it's like an synecdoche to
1: call one that you cooked outside stuffing because it yeah. didn't stuff anything. But then there's but... stovetop stuff stuffing, which yeah. is, like,
0: obviously huh. not in the bird.
1: Stovetop stu- It's, like, stuffed into a pan. <laughs> so it's, it's a type of stuffing.
0: Yes. I mean, anything could be a stuffing anything if you, could be you a think of
1: it. There, yeah. <laughs> anything could be a This is an argument I had with my friend Pat. Or not an argument. This is a discussion about, like, what is a salad? Like, what is the... It's Is it just... An amalgamation of food. I mean,
0: isn't cereal salad?
1: I don't know. Is, is cereal a subset of salad? There, there, we need a strict definition of what a salad is. It's just confusing.
0: I think there's a like so you a, a YouTube video salad. where I think it, maybe it's Vsauce and he talks about how cereal is a salad.
1: Hmm. I mean, like it. It's see, that seems plausible to me. It's like a salad.
0: It's something with a sauce on it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a
0: dressing. <laughs> the milk is dressing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> favorite restaurants
1: my favorite restaurants either in
0: chicago or just in general like if you're visiting home is there one that you always go to uh
1: yeah i do love to go to this um uh home is ann arbor michigan Mm -hmm. uh which is weird well i was born in chicago and i spent half my life here then i spent like my teenage years in ann arbor so i feel kind of more like i grew up there Mm -hmm. because you know when you're a kid you just like don't really you can't go anywhere so you don't like it's not like i experienced chicago as a kid Mm mm-hmm um, but yeah, my favorite restaurant there, I love this place called Grizzly Peak, okay. which is downtown. It's actually a lot like that bar that you were mentioning and, uh, I forget the name of the area, like the, whatever the Wisconsin Dolls equivalent Oh, place. yes. But they, they brew their own beer there and they have this, like, again, this crazy deal where they have a happy hour that starts at 11. So like the happy hour starts when you're already there and like partying or what have you. It's like uh-huh. party o'clock happy hour, which is... Totally contrary. Oh you mean to eleven the, PM. Eleven PM. Okay. Yeah. So it's I like, thought you're meant at, like
0: eleven A. M. and I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, you're at
1: the bar and then the happy hour like turns on while you're there. You don't have to go there and make a special trip to uh-huh. catch the happy hour. But they have like two dollar any of their beers. Nice. And they're all really good. Um but what yeah, they have place a kitchen called there. Again? Grizzly Peak. All right, cool. It's uh it's downtown Ann Arbor.
0: Okay.
1: Um that place is cool. Uh, favorite restaurants in Chicago? Man, there used to be this great place. Well, this place is cool, too. They have a Big and Littles, um, and they have one on Belmont. Mm -hmm. Um, And that place is great. They have, like, a fish sandwich and um, truffle fries, which are really good there. Um, But before then, there was this really, like, weird shop called Indie Burger, which is, it's basically, like, they were sort of, like, a trendy kind of, like, sort of super organic uh burger joint kind of mm-hmm. thing like epic burger and probably m burger like mm-hmm. the big chains in chicago that do the same thing but indie burger it was like these these two young guys that were running it and uh they had like uh you know they they would do this burger with like aioli and stuff on it nice. and uh i was super into that as well i used to go there every sunday because i used to live right near there
0: was there a particular burger you always got or did you try a bunch of different ones
1: uh, i usually got that one that, that was kind of like their that was like their signature like mm-hmm. the indie the indie burger indie burger <laughs> Um
0: Aoli's great.
1: Yeah. But that place is cool, but I think they just they went out of business and Big and Little's took over, which is fine. Like Big you, and Little's you, is You like that place too? Yeah, that it's probably a it's a better restaurant. Like mm-hmm. they have more food and they're sort of more renowned. More renowned as Are you a, a, are you a big
0: burger fan in general? Yeah, I
1: like I like a hamburger. Uh, I like a good I like Swiss cheese would probably be my my favorite cheese topping for a hamburger.
0: Good. So not a sharp cheddar.
1: Yeah, all of those cheddars good too though.
0: Do you have like a favorite food memory from when you were a kid? Or as an adult, I guess.
1: Hmm.
0: Just something you, you think back on and you're like, nice.
1: <laughs> I don't know. The sippy cup thing, <laughs> I don't think one. back on that like nice, but I think back on that like, wow. <laughs> what a weird thing that I did for a really long time. Uh, actually, there's this, this uh, I don't quite remember all of this, but apparently this is a story that gets told to me by my relatives constantly. Uh, that there was a Thanksgiving where I wouldn't eat any Thanksgiving dinner. All I wanted was pumpkin pie. <laughs> and my mother's mother, so my grandmother on my mother's side, was like, Oh oh she thought she was like, fine then, what you're gonna give I'll give you this whole pie and you'll have to eat the whole pie. Like she thought she was gonna teach me a lesson and I just ate this, this whole dang pumpkin pie like <laughs> myself and I remember this kind of like vaguely like I don't uh-huh. remember like if it like how I felt afterwards or anything but I remember like doing it and thinking like oh good how old were you? I don't know I was really little I was probably like eight or something because like
0: I was thinking like 12 it to 16 year old was way too much old. food yeah. a 12, 12 year old probably took that away yeah no I was problem. way too
1: little to eat it yeah. I, I don't know if I really ate the whole thing or they're just telling me that I have no idea what happened but
0: that is cute though
1: I think back on that
0: do you still love pumpkin pie?
1: I do yeah I like pumpkin pie not as much as apple pie i like apples (laughs) but
0: um Um, what is your perfect meal or like a perfect food day for you
1: Mm. i think my perfect meal i don't know i i almost want to say like oh you know it would be like french onion soup and like all this stuff like my favorite food but like sometimes my perfect meal is just like my weird dumb snack dinner that I yeah like sometimes it's just like Man, all I want to do tonight is come home and work on my stuff, and just eat my weird trash dinner. That's like, you know, like not real cooking, and just like, and just you know, it's gonna be good. Like I know what I'm getting with my with my my snack meal.
0: I know exactly that feeling. I'm
1: not sure it's my perfect meal, but this is like a weird like self satisfaction of just being like, yeah, I'm eating this. This is what I eat. (laughs) (laughs) It's my food.
0: And okay, last bit, Mm -hmm. last question uh what's something you want to try to make or a technique you want to try in the future in the near future
1: well i definitely need to do more crock pot cooking because i have a crock pot and i almost never use it and all like tons of food that i like comes mm-hmm. out of a crock pot yeah so i just need to get on that it's mostly just laziness you know like
0: also like you have to like prep the stuff
1: yeah and then you know it's like it's sort of like a delayed reward with the crock pot yeah like, you know, no one would do cocaine if you, like, snorted cocaine, then, like, a month later, you like, whoa, I'm high on cocaine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so that's just, like, the crockpot is it's not quite like that. But, you know, exactly
0: like it's that. It's exactly like that. But, you
1: know, you gotta, you, you, like, you're preparing this meal, like, oh, this is gonna be good, and then you're, like, okay, crockpot on. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, I, oh, I'm not even gonna be able to eat this. <laughs> I'll have to wait. So...
0: And then you wanted to look. You wanted to do more baking. Yeah, I, I don't want
1: to do any baking. <laughs> Just like any. my baking experience is like crescent rolls. <laughs> you know, like that's not Fair. baking, but like that's like that's the level that I'm working I mean, at right now. If
0: you like, you took your your apple that you make, that like you heat mm-hmm. up, and then you put that inside crescent roll dough,
1: oh. and then you closed it huh. and put it in the oven. That might be interesting. Then it's baking. You did it. <laughs> then it's baking with one other ingredient. <laughs>
0: But it's like it's it's one more step. I,
1: I need to start with scones, like scones with craisins in them. I oh, that's I good. can probably hang with that, and like yeah. I would just eat the shit out of that.
0: Yeah, you could even start with like buying like pre made mixes and just getting like acquainted with like
1: mm-hmm.
0: how it feels.
1: Oh, like uh, like a bisquick kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I've done that. I've done a bisquick. I feel like I need to mix my own thing to, to be proper baker.
0: I believe in you.
1: Okay, and then Thank eventually. <laughs>
0: you'll have you'll know how to make everything you'll just have the ingredients on you all the time yeah that's true because you tend time... to buy a big bag of flour exactly like, have to... yeah and then you're like well i feel like baking something what do i have in my cabinet and then you'll just like have it mm. and you can just make whatever you want
1: oh wow it's the ultimate freedom An you artist, can make like chef muffins yeah i love muffins
0: yeah because you mentioned muffins earlier and i was like muffins are really easy to make oh they're super easy one you have, thing like, I... you have a muffin tin
1: Oh, no, I don't have a muffin tin, but I can just get one. Mm. <laughs> but one, one thing recently is that I've, this is, I loved scrambled eggs and eggs just in general and foods with eggs in them. But as like in the last two or three years, I have developed some kind of food intolerance to eggs because they give me this massive crippling stomach egg. Oh, no! and it gets worse the more egg I eat. Mm-hmm. So if it's just like, you know, there's like some like processed food that has like egg way down on the ingredients mm-hmm. list it doesn't bother me. But, like...
0: Did you eat an egg?
1: Yeah. So, I feel like that would, like, maybe sort of hamstring my baking efforts a little bit.
0: A little bit, but, um, although... Do you think you'd be able to handle, like, banana cooked in something? Yeah, I could... Do yeah. That. So, a lot of people will substitute banana.
1: Hmm. Like,
0: I made some muffins two weeks ago that didn't have any egg in them. Uh, it just had oil and banana. And they came out really moist. Hmm. Uh, and if you use, like, baking powder, baking soda, because a lot of what an egg does, it's, like, a, it adds a do little bit of emulsifier. fat, emulsifier, but it also uh, will bring, like, lift to something. Mm. So a lot of times <laughs> in baking you can substitute, like, a te- a teaspoon of oil, like a teaspoon, maybe less than that, of baking soda or baking powder, I can't remember which, and then some water, and it'll do the same thing.
1: I've also heard of applesauce.
0: Yeah, applesauce and, and mashed banana will, will do... We'll do that too, which is great
1: because I love applesauce. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm apples sure you just have in
0: that in your fridge.
1: Yeah, I don't have any right now, but I'm apt to have some. <laughs> apt, apt to have. I some tend apples. to have them. I tend. I am. It's, well, maybe not more often than not, but frequently there is applesauce.
0: Do you, can you have flax seed?
1: I'm not sure. Probably
0: because uh, I know that like vegans will substitute that in a lot for egg. Also, like there's like a flax egg mix that you can buy at like Whole Foods or something. Mm-hmm. That they'll. It's like a tablespoon of that. I don't know. But a lot of people use that yeah. as an egg substitute.
1: That's the weird thing about food allergies too. Sometimes is like, "Can I eat this?" Is like, I don't know. Well, I think, <laughs> is that to do with nuts,
0: especially Maybe. like if you're trying to substitute like an animal product, uh, like a lot of times the vegan equivalent, oh, has nuts. nuts. <laughs> it's I could, always nuts. I,
1: I wouldn't. Uh, I I, uh, I accept the ethical argument that eating meat is bad, which is weird because then I hypocritically eat it. Um, but I just do not think I could survive as a vegan. Well, that's not t- true. I'm sure I could survive as a vegan, but I would not be able to be like a regular American vegan and eat at mm-hmm. vegan restaurants. I would have to yeah. be my own weird version of vegan where I would... where
0: you could basically eat nowhere. <laughs>
1: yeah, right, exactly. So I'm not quite ready to <laughs> I already have a pretty restrictive diet, but
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. I think um, this is like this is related to food, but there's this company called Memphis Meats mm-hmm. with their growing meat
0: I vaguely have heard I think yeah. I know what you're talking about. Like they've yeah. done
1: they've done meatballs and they're doing other meats and uh, I think this is actually really thrilling.
0: I agree. Because I find it's, it really it's cool. it's
1: safer. Uh, it doesn't have the tax on the environment that raising animals yeah. has. You bypass all the ethical concerns because there's no consciousness, there's no suffering. It's just grown um, meat. It's like people mushrooms. it's like a little uncanny. It's a little weird like but Yeah. That's just kind of like, you know, if you just think really careful about it, it's like, well, why am I weirded out by this?
0: It's the same as growing... Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's the same as growing vegetables, but, like, a lot of our... The the fruits and vegetables that we eat now are, like, genetically
1: engineered
0: to be that way, Mm -hmm. so...
1: Right. Like, I mean, all the... And even just, you know, even if they haven't been genetically engineered, we've been growing them and basically breeding these... Yeah. Breeding the fiber out of vegetables corn and bananas in
0: particular.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, one day, we'll just have ethical meat and you'll be able to have your meat and it'll taste the same and it won't have any negative so i don't know basically like we should all just like the world should be spending money on that <laughs> instead of on um, like factory farming but yeah yeah i don't know someday i think that that'll be cool like probably in our lifetime we can just like buy this weirdo like guilt-free meat and eat it and it'll be fine
0: it's like the true blood yeah it's like true, <laughs> the true, true
1: blood of meatballs true blood hot dog <laughs>
0: Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, of course. Anytime. a lot of fun. My pleasure. Just completely slammed my phone down. Um, now get out of here. <laughs> Be very weird because yeah, we're in your get apartment. Get out of your own
1: home. We're done here.
0: <laughs> uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Your yeah. music?
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, so my music is at lunomusic.com or com. It's um, real good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, there's plenty of music. It's at a very reasonable price. You can get my entire discography for
0: $10. And I also understand that you're making a game.
1: Yes, I'm making a game. It's called Year in the Trees, and you can go to yearinthetrees.com to read about it. Uh, actually, I need to update my... It's sort of like a one-sheet web page, so mm-hmm. there's not a ton of info on there, but if you go to my Twitter or something, then you can, you can find more. And
0: what is it, your Twitter?
1: That's at Lunaland
0: at Twitter.com.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, and then I'm Lauren Jordan as I said at the beginning <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter pretty much anywhere at Lauren J L O R E M J A Y and my website is laurenjordan.net again thank you Chris for being on the podcast
1: thanks for having me
0: and happy eating Thanks again for listening to Amuse Bouche Podcast. The podcast is recorded and edited by me, Lauren Jordan. The intro music is by Christine Tuna. You can follow her on Twitter at Christine Tuna, Christine with a K, Tuna like the fish, or visit her website at christinetuna.com. Tuna is spelled thun dot com. The outro music is by Chris Smith, who creates music as Luno. You can follow him on Twitter at Lunoland or listen to his music at lunomusic.com. And happy eating! Yum, yum.